We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. E. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN, follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN, or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at principalpln.com. time is it? No, I am. I'm going to be podcasting in like two minutes. We're live. We're live now. We're live. But, there's no, but there's nobody on yet, so it's okay. We can keep babbling. But, but when would you start the recording, though? Like, well, I'll, I'll edit it out. You, we never edit it out. No, but I will this time. <laughs> and if I ever listen, I'll hear, we're going to edit this out, and then it's in there. Oh, that's not true. But most podcasts I listen to are that. So, hey. Yeah, if it's in the middle, I don't edit it out. Beginning and end, that's super easy, but I don't have time for that. Chris. So, should I, like, do another intro to the Principal PLN? Yeah. You did a, You did an intro? Well, no, yeah, no. I said, hey, No, I did a bumper. Jess is hey, talking about... Hey, we're live. That was yeah, like the, hey. No, because we want fireworks. <laughs> and we're back with episode sixty-one. And um, Mike is here. So, in just a second, we'll go ahead and start it. Um, I just did fireworks. I know, but you, have to, you can do fireworks again in a second. I want it to real. I'm like that character that was out for a few seasons. That was back. And now you're confused. <laughs> And now you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what happened to my people? <laughs> oh, great. Uh, my new obsession is Orange is a New Black. Have you guys watched that show? Not no. watched that. Oh, my God. So I'm so, going to confess, a few people will appreciate this. Probably the majority will not. Are we actually, but, Are we, wait, are we recording now? Is this going to be like... Oh, I don't, uh, I'm sorry. Thing? I don't care. Oh, oh okay. okay. I was just making sure. Go ahead. Okay, so, well... Did you get my intro, my fireworks? Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> okay, so so my obsession right now in the summer, which just makes me so happy, is Glee. 
Glee. <laughs> and then, and then, that was still on. Is this the first time you... It's not. It's know, done. But here's is this the, thing. the first time you've seen it? Listen, no, no. Oh. But here's the thing. I don't have cable. I don't have DVR. I have certain channels, but... Um, and you use one of them? So I can't... Probably. I don't even know. I Here's the thing. I seriously do not watch TV because the shows I want to watch, I never can with my kids. I don't have DVR, so I just rely on Netflix. And so I'm watching... <laughs> That all summer, and Glee just makes me so happy. Like I could break out in song right now. It just, you know, what? <laughs> I'm gonna make I won't. I'm gonna make you feel better here right now. Okay. Because um, well, I I I was a huge Glee fan, especially being a choir teacher. I was a huge Glee fan. Uh, I stopped watching it like after the first season, I think. Oh. But, the, no, the second. That's not true. I think the second season. So I do need to go back and watch it and finish it out. But they're up to um, season six in Netflix right now. Oh, are they? Okay, I think yes. that might be the last one. Oh, is it? Oh, so I'm, six I'm in five right now. I'm in season yeah, five right yeah, now. No no, yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Um, but my, my well, summer... Well, I can tell you Finn dies, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. that was quite bad. Don't remember that. How do you know I remember that in gonna... real life. <laughs> what? How do you know I was going to dig into that right now? Oh, well, if you... <laughs> so sad. If you know anything about about <laughs> about any sort of uh, you know, if you're up on anything, I think you probably already knew he died because it was all over like three years ago. Yeah. But anyway, so my summer, um, my summer thing has been Dawson's Creek. <gasps> I yeah. love I Dawson's Creek. I found my love. brother. Sent me the link. Sent me the link to, and I got the entire season on Amazon for twenty nine ninety nine. I got the DVDs. And I've been like nonstop while I've been sitting at home, just while I'm doing stuff, just watching them. And you know what though? It's so corny, and it's so because those were on. I think they started as sophomores in the show. I want to say, and yeah. I was a senior the year yeah. that that started. So it takes you right yeah. back, you know, yeah. and all the Bring music that's in it. Uh, it. You know, if there's something there's something magical about nostalgia, like just being able what? to slip back into that. Ugh. What year did that show come out? Ninety-eight. Is that when I it started? Were, it I did. My senior, my senior year of high school is ninety-eight, and it came out. I want to say in like February of ninety-eight. Spike, she's making you feel older, right? I was gonna say I thought you were in like eighth grade then. Oh, you're good. <laughs> Spike hasn't lost a beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Um, I was in graduate school then, so I, I wasn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I wasn't watching it. So, Grandpa Spike, what have you been up to since we haven't seen you in a while? We haven't heard you on the Voxer. You've been, like, MIA on vacation getting tan or something. Yeah. Been on, um, you've been lost on the Twitter. Lost on the right. Twitters. We missed you, Spike. Yeah. Um, so, I, I got done the school year. I guess it was the end of June. It feels like it's been forever. Um, and two days after the end of school, we had, it's not considered a tornado, but... A, like very strong straight winds came through and like it really wasn't a tornado no it didn't classify it as that so our town just got demolished uh, like trees and that's were, not like, a power lines yeah right right I, I can't Did they call that it, so that's what came through well I thought it was a tornado in our town the day after or the night of ed camp but they called yeah. it flatline winds flatline okay. yeah I think they call it straight line winds here I don't know yeah. and they were well maybe that's straight. what it was yeah, they were pretty straight or flat, however you want to look at it, and they, they were winds. Um, so that was a couple of days of, like, not having power, not 
even staying at our house. We had to stay with friends. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Spike, and before then, you go oh, yeah. any further in your story, I, I just want to go back to, I was thinking about this when you sent us that message because so we, we're having this conversation for those of you that are listening. We're, we're boxing and we're talking about, we had had this nasty, nasty storm that came through and there were like four tornadoes in Michigan. Um, wow. One was about 10 minutes down the thing and that was the picture that I sent you because Spike yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. oh, we're supposed to get some nasty thunderstorms tonight. And I was like, yeah, this is the nasty thunderstorm we got yesterday. And Jess said, well, we call that a tornado. I said, we do too. And all I could think back was when we were doing the show, the episode on school safety, and I was talking about how we had tornado drills, and you were like, why would you do a tornado drill? Yes. I'm like, because right. we get tornadoes all the time. And you're like, we don't get tornadoes, we get hurricanes. And when that went through, I just looked at Brian and I was like, oh, I looked at my husband and I said, oh my gosh. And he goes, what? I said, I don't know that they, like, that they're prepared for that because we were, we were having that conversation about how you guys mm -hmm. don't get tornadoes. And I said, the thing with tornadoes is that they just pop up. Hurricanes, we had had this conversation that right. hurricanes, you guys have a ton of notice before it comes to you, but tornadoes right. are just there. And I was really scared for you guys when I saw those pictures because I thought, we're used to tornadoes. We, I mean... You know, we we get them all the time, and Jess, I'm sure you guys do too. But to be in a place where you don't get them, that has to be like really, really scary. Yeah, it's amazing that no one got hurt. And I was putting those those pictures on Facebook because yeah. I rode my bike around that morning, and it was just like cars crushed in the middle of the street, houses crushed, and um, it was it was absolutely insane. And um, so yeah, so that put like a kind of a damper on things, and I and I wasn't I wasn't planning on going to ISTE or NAESP because I had had Disney, um, but I did get a chance to go to one of the pre ISTE things. I uh, was able to um, to hit that the one that Brad Curry and and Billy Krakauer did and Scott Rocco. Uh, today's classrooms or tomorrow's classrooms today. Uh, so a lot of people were in town for ISTE, and then and then we left uh, for uh, Disney, and we had. A magical time in Disney, <laughs> and uh, and then we went to Universal, and then and then since we've been back, I've been been working and just kind of like trying to get caught up on things and get ready for the school year. So, but I I, I listened to you guys. You guys have been doing awesome stuff. <laughs> well, we've been we've been missing you terribly. It's seriously, it's just not the same at all without you. And in fact, I just tweeted out and put in the Voxer group that we have Spike. We yeah. have a spike. Yay. <laughs> and I'm so bad with Voxer. I don't know. I just, I get to the point where I, I, I declare. I get overwhelmed and I get oh, what's it called? Voxer, Voxer, um, Voxer, Voxer yeah. bankruptcy. Voxer I declare bankruptcy. Voxer bankruptcy. I do that yeah, all the time. Yeah, but I do that all sorry, the time. People. Yeah. yeah. You I, have to do and, it sometimes. Especially like the, the groups that have many, many people. Like, I'm sorry, Principal PLN crew, there's like 30 of you. So by the time I check it, there's like 50 boxes. But you know, and the thing that killed me with that group is that all of it is good. I know! <laughs> it's, like, it's not just like this back and forth, you know, I mean, sometimes we have, yeah. you know, this back and forth, you know, goofiness in our groups or whatever, but it's all, it's all good stuff. And so it's like, but, oh, but the struggle I always had with those big, um, those, uh, sorry, I have to move this, my window's shining this light in my eyeball. Um, I thought you were going for like a film noir look. I was. Was it, was it working? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so um, the the thing that I always struggled with in these groups where there were a ton of boxes was that I had to stay by my phone all the time to listen to them or put it on my computer because it every you know I have my phone set that I think after two minutes it it shuts 
you know, it's got a two-minute auto off or whatever that is. And so it, after two minutes, if Voxer is not, if it's not open, the Voxes won't play. Mm. So I have to keep See, either going back and turning and it on or making sure that it's that it's alive. And see, I don't have mine. I, I I don't check it during if I'm working at school because right. it is just such a distraction, and right. you know I'm easily distracted enough. I don't need Voxer distracting right. me. But hey, can I share something awesome about Voxer? Yeah. So when I was at Ed Camp Leader, I don't know who originally shared the idea, but I talked with Dan Butler after hearing about it. But of um, you know, and I've heard this before, just never tried it. But Voxing feedback to a teacher. And using the share by email to them so that they can click on the link to listen to the box. So that way you're giving them verbal feedback. And um, they're probably not on Voxer, but you can email it. And I do have a few teachers on Voxer, and we've chatted that way. But um, so I tried it for the first time yesterday. I just um, I had a you know positive message for one of our teachers who did this awesome um, Glee club actually in summer school. Glee, yeah, I love Glee. <laughs> um, and just shared uh, a message via Voxer, and then emailed it to her. Um, and then you know after my message said, hey, let me know you know if you got this, did it work? And she actually had the idea of, oh, I wonder what the impact this could be for our classrooms. You know, like mm. could this be, you know, have kids send messages to parents or, you know, I, I, I don't know. So I just, that just opened up the, ooh, what else could you do with, by emailing a box? Oh, wow. I haven't done that yet. That's interesting. That's and I, a really cool idea. I, I, I am, um... Trying to think of um, maybe even sending each of my teachers a box this summer before the school year starts, and then to say, you know, I might be doing this throughout the year because it is, um, you know, different than getting an email. You can actually hear the tone of the voice, and it feels more personable. Um, yeah. So that might be. Now that I said it publicly, I'm probably going to have to do it. I'll feel obligated to do it. That's a teacher listening who says, "I didn't get a box." That's right. <laughs> I appreciate. I, I appreciate, and I think it's it's so much easier for me. I would rather just quickly say it while I'm thinking about it than have to worry about getting back to my phone or my computer to like to to craft an email. In fact, I've been doing a lot of um, uh, blogging via the voice thing, this like Siri on my iPhone. I just open Draft. And I just start speaking it, and so I'll I'll talk it in because it's while I'm in my train of thought. If I'm washing the dishes or you know walking around the house or whatever, and so I'll just speak what I'm thinking, and then I transfer so it to in, Blogger. Wait, so you're on your iPhone. Yeah, and I go into my drafts. Um, there's a there's an app called Drafts. Um, right now it's Drafts Four, I guess. I don't know what what that changed, but and Drafts allows you to start. You just you just write it in this drafts thing, and then you can export it into anything and everything you can imagine. Evernote, OmniFocus, your email, your um, you can text message it, you can send it everywhere. But anyway, that so that's been fantastic. So I open it up, and then I just hit my voice, you know, my dic my dictation, and I just start speaking what I'm like my train of thought for blogging, and then I'll go back and I'll add you know, whatever punctuation I need that I missed or fix, you know, take out ideas or whatever. But it's ended up being a really great thing for me because I don't want to sit down and type something, but so if I can think so about know, it. I invented that in my brain like four years ago. I said I needed an <laughs> app that would get the blog post from my there brain to there. 
There but it I is. I've never made it. Can you? Okay, so I'm on. I'll I have an Android phone, but yeah. Can you? Can you share a link and then we yeah. can put that in the show notes? Yes. And I want to see if it's on Android because I'm not seeing it right now. That's and if it's not on Android, I'll find you one that does similar something. To yeah, work. get it set up on my phone and get yeah. me ready to go. Okay. Done. Check. <laughs> Check. <laughs> do not make things that I've I've invented in my brain and all of a sudden it comes out. Ugh. Why didn't I do that? I know. My brother's I, conv I, convinced he invented the spork. So, yeah. you know, at least you weren't the guy who thought he invented the spork. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I was going to say when I was way back on the Voxer that I totally forgot about, the reason that I brought that up about somebody and having your phone shut off is that Jethro Jones actually came up with a hack. If you're struggling with that on your phone, um, he wrote a blog post about it, but I'll tell you what it is. If you're in Voxer and you're listening to a big, long set of Voxes that you're worried your phone's going to shut off or you don't want to have to keep going back and forth, if you just hit the little settings wheel up in the corner when you're in the chat and you go to members, the Vox has to be playing already, the first one. But if the first one is playing and then you go to the little wheel in the corner and you hit members and you just leave it at that, it will... Could they will continuously play. Hmm. It's just a weird hack. Until until Voxer gets that figured out, it's a great hack, and it works. So if you're one of those people who struggle, like for me in the car, I can't listen to my Voxes because it's, it's continuously shutting off. I wonder it, if that's an Apple thing because I don't think I have that issue on Android. It might be. It just might be a, or an auto off or something. And, like that, and Android doesn't have um, the video yet. Like where you on your iPhones can oh. record a 15 second video, I haven't had that on my phone yet. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm not yeah, that that's cool. kind of fun. Um, okay, so we are already like 12 minutes in and we haven't talked about our topic yet, which is welcoming new teachers to your staff. Um, and I just thought of this one because I always wish that I could do better at this. Like I think of when I first became a teacher, I was in a large district and they had somebody in the district that her job was like the new teacher coordinator or something okay and you know there were meetings every month and there was great training and she gave us resources but that was her sole job so I always struggle with well, what do I do when I have like you know eight million other things so I just thought maybe if we share ideas of what we do right now for new teachers um, you know getting them started what what do you provide for them yeah can I ask you a question though like how often do you all get new teachers because I will say like I've every been year. every year I've been at my job for four years I've only hired two classroom teachers because we've been having like such budget cuts and then special areas uh, phys ed um, a music uh, and a library like over four years that's it Mm. So it totally varies for me. One year I had eight. This year I only have one, and she's already wow. got eight years of experience. So she's but new. she's still new in your building. Yeah, she's still new in the right. building. Yeah. Um, really quickly, I just wanted to share. If you're listening live, or if you're listening after the fact, uh, we have a today's meet going, and the room will be open for a week, so you can jump in and add anything that you like. Um, you know, after you've listened to this, and then we can save the transcript and put it in the blog post for later. But we have some people in there right now. And um, Beth said that somebody in the Voxer group the other day said that they create video introductions of all the new staff. And, and we I'm pretty sure we did share it last yeah. time. I'm pretty sure it was Brad Gustafson. Yep. Yeah. Um, who that. created that that great like NBA draft of yeah. 
all of his new teachers. That is fantastic. Um, Melissa also helped with a Vox hack, a Voxer hack that said uh, you can also hit the right arrow next to the message. Um, so when you're when you're in a chat and you're looking at the message, there's that right that that right arrow that gives you more options or whatever, and it will stay on until they've all been listened to. And then Melissa also said that she sends a summer s'more e newsletter to parents before school starts with new staff bios and a photo. I um, Beth is listening. Beth is awesome. Beth is listening. Educate. Yes, she's awesome. She has been a really great. Um, she's been a really great addition. Um, very, she, I think she's been in the Voxer group for maybe a week, and she's been fantastic in there so far. I'm so glad. Well, if Beth's in there now, then I'll get back in because she's yes, an aspiring she is in educator. There. She's cool. Yeah. Oh, this is a great idea too. Melissa also said that she just saw that Melinda Miller shares pics of newly married staff members so the parents know their new names. Oh, that's a good idea. That did so just happen. Huge though. thing. So yeah, yeah. even even though I do everything via my staff blog, um, our district still sends out snail mail packet of you know welcome back letters to staff and the in-service agendas. So um, when I make my letter for staff, it, you know it'll have nuts and boltsy things and dates and what really not anything that's not on the staff blog. But I include a section you know welcome aboard or sparkly and new or whatever and I'll have a picture of the new staff member I'll have a you know little bit of a bio but I also ask the new teacher for something interesting about you that's not going to be in your bio you know like can you twirl a fire baton did you work in the circus like something really cool um, and that's those are things that I can actually say um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, process that. And um, that it like gives them a new connection versus, you know, oh, I graduated from, you know, Bemidji State University versus, you know, instead of like, oh, tell me more about your, you know, when you student taught in New Zealand. Like, it just adds right. more for connection, I think. Well, one of my uh, teachers was going through an administrative um, internship, and that was one of the areas that she identified that we needed help on. And she she created a, a Google site actually that was supposed to be um, and it's still not finished because it was kind of like a work in progress. But like just like a navigation tool for them to basically figure out where to go, who to see, what to do. You know, as as a new teacher. And I'm not talking about anything in the classroom. I'm talking about all the other sort of stuff like health insurance and oh um, yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff that we sort of like, like you were saying, like I'm in a bigger district, so we do have certain people who, you know. Right. Yeah, I don't deal with any of that. Who, yeah, they take them through like the new teacher orientation and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that's that's like a couple days at the end of August. So what happens in September when you need, you know, X, Y, and Z? So that was really cool. So that's, um, you know, something that we've been using, you know, to try to help them. And she did a great job because she went through and she interviewed people who had been hired like within the last few years and said what was something that you struggled with that you know maybe your teacher mentor you know had to help you out with or you know could have been easy to just read and and uh, so that's how she developed it. Mm -hmm. I do always try to get them like a goodie bag of little gifts you know really that's like cute. target stuff nothing like we don't have a ton of money. Um, no but still I have given um, uh, the Wong's first days of teaching book to new new teachers before, yeah. and actually the Wong's are coming to Wisconsin. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Um, something How else. That? What? No, go ahead. Um, something else we do is, as a district, we um, set up mentors for each of the new teachers, mm -hmm. and we strategically um, think of who, like, who is this new teacher already going to connect to just by nature of what their position is, and we try to get a mentor that is different than that grade level or that department, so they also have another connection in the building um, to try to, you know, prevent from isolation or, or whatever. Um, and then we set up, we schedule monthly meetings throughout the year or identify like this is when you should meet with your mentor mentee but then we have quarterly meetings with we bring them all, all together the mentors and the mentees and um, I lead different topics at each of those meetings and just try to support them throughout the year although I never I really truly never feel like I'm doing them justice <laughs> in what it is I don't know there um, another thing that we that we do in our building, or we did last year, um, we had a new, because, and you know, remembering that we're not in a district, and so kind of everything is a little bit, um, and, and I know that there are a lot of people who, who are in, you know, situations similar to mine where it's not, maybe not an independent school, but not in their own, you know, one of, one of fewer in a rural district, but we had a new kindergarten and first grade teacher last year. And not the same teacher. We had two teachers, one for kindergarten, one for first grade. And um, they're, you know, we have a very small community, and they're very close-knit, so they were really interested to see who, you know, would be teaching these kids. And we brought the teachers in at the end of July, I want to say. And we had, like, uh, we brought them, the teachers, and then we invited the whole class and the, you know, parents, kids, siblings, whatever, to the playground at school, and we had popsicles with the teachers and just got a chance to sit down with them and enjoy. And then, you know, they got to talk and chat. And then we went into the building, and my teachers did that. I had no idea they were doing it, but they did the, um, oh, gosh. Oh, it wasn't a book. It wasn't part of the book. It was. They did another thing with a book the first day of school. <laughs> but they did these little, um, they had each child, there was a hand, that had a heart inside of it, oh. and they they had each child color them, and then they cut out the heart in the middle, and they, it had a little poem on it, but what it was was that the hand stayed with the parent, and the heart went with the child to school. So that, oh, that, that is probably from the book um, with Chester, the little raccoon. Yeah. What is um, it? I read it to my kindergartners every year. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Leah, I, I knew there was a book, but I can't remember what it was. There is a book, yeah. I can't remember uh, it either. But it was adorable, and the parents just loved it. It was amazing. So when I read that book to kindergartners, there's always one kindergartner that will cry. <laughs> I cry. <laughs> just in case you read that to kindergartners, just know somebody's going to cry. Yeah, I do cry, yeah. Um, okay, so any other ideas for welcoming new teachers or supporting them? There is, um, Melissa Eddington in the chat says, in Ohio we have mentors for four years. They have a resident educator program. Uh, we do a similar thing. It's not ah, a kissing hand. Sorry, random. The kissing hand, hand, that it is. Thank you. Yes. That's it, the kissing hand. Um, we have a similar, it's, I don't think it's a statewide initiative, but the district that I taught in had a mentor program for three years, and that took you almost through your tenure. I think we were tenured after four. So, um, but that was a great, it was a good program. It's just tough for, 
for itinerant teachers or people whose mentor is in a different building. Yeah. We've, yeah, we, we've purchased materials from the new teacher center before, too, if you just Google them. Oh. Sorry, Spike, you can talk now. I'll shut up. No, that's okay. I just was saying, like, we, we have that, like, when you have a special area teacher, um, like, one w woman we share with two buildings, so she has to have, like, in, in the perfect world, she would have a mentor in my building, a mentor in her building, and then, you know, a subject area person that would be library, or uh, when we have the music teacher, you know, one of her mentors is in another building, so yeah. it kind of works, um, you know, and, and I think that uh, just that making them feel uh, comfortable is part of it, but you know what I've always said too, um, because I have a different take on this when new people come in the organization, because a lot of times what people want to do is say, okay, so this is how things are around here, you know what I mean? And that happens everywhere, even in the most, you know, sort of innovative industries. And I think a way of combating that as a mindset with the other teachers is like, okay, so they need to make us better. And I always talk about that like in our hiring um, you know, our hiring yeah. committee, and um, and then also like in the new the new year, if we have new staff, it's like you know they're not here to just be the right fit or to fit in mm -hmm. or to you know they're here to make us better. And I think with that mindset, um, it really changes the the perception of that new person because why are we doing things the way we're doing? It's because we've always done it that way. So maybe they'll have a different perspective on that. I don't know what you ladies think well, about that. Well, Todd Whitaker says that too. You you don't want to hire a teacher. You don't want your teach, new teacher to become like the rest of your teachers. You want the rest of your teachers to want to become like yes. the rest of your teachers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a so maybe I got that from Todd. <laughs> I get a lot of things from Todd. That's right. I, but I, I agree with it because even, you know, with, with new administrators, you know, like if we hire a new administrator, like I'm hoping that they would be someone who I would say, wow, look at all the crazy cool things that they're doing you know, as opposed to, you know, just pulling them aside and say, yeah, this is how things work around here. You know, yeah. I, I would just feel it's not right. Mm -hmm. No, it's not right. And it's, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a mindset when you're, when you're comfortable in what you're doing and then somebody new comes in with some new ideas, it can be it can be completely scary. It, it totally rocks the boat, but you have to be ready for that innovation and okay with it and know that, you know, this is where we're supposed to be going, not, you know, if we stay status quo forever, good grief. But the reality is, do teachers really embrace that in your experiences? Do they really embrace, like, what can I learn from this new first year uh, teacher to our building Some do. or is it the opposite? I'm going to say about, I'm going to say in my experience it's about 50-50 and mm -hmm. a, a, a pretty, I mean, a pretty straight like down the line 50-50 and I, I think too it's not, you know, people are so focused on the experience that they're not, they're not thinking about what can be brought to the table mm -hmm. and if you're only focusing on the fact that they haven't been in a classroom or as administrators in an office for very long, then you're going to lose out on all of the amazing things that they can bring to you. Because, and, and you know, even so, we walk in, you know, if I might have tried something 10 years ago when I started teaching, and it didn't work then because, you know, the district wasn't ready for it or the school wasn't ready for it or my kids weren't ready for it, and somebody brings it again, you can't say, well, I tried that and it didn't work, because it might work now. Right. You know, things are different now. So I, I really feel like we, 
we're, we're kind of in a in a cool place that we have to reopen everything and, and try things again because we're you know we talk about this all the time but we're we're preparing our kids for jobs that don't exist yet right you know we have you know, to be open for everything I will say that we had a um I had a veteran teacher that had a student teacher that's a little bit different and um, I forget what happened this was like in the, in the fall and something didn't work out like I guess the student teacher didn't re meet all requirements to get out into the field or something like that. And the veteran teacher actually said, you know, I'm a little disappointed because I was hoping that I was going to be able to learn some new things. And I was really, like, um, like taken back, like, because that's exactly what we're talking about. Like, even though it's a student teacher, uh, that was her mindset. She was like, yeah, I was re I'm really excited to get one. So I'm like, well, I will make sure that, <laughs> you know, with that mindset, I will make sure that you get one in the spring um, because that's, that's such a that was such a refreshing statement that she made. So yeah. um, I'm going to the today's meet, and there's a lot of good comments going on here. Yes. Um, one by Beth is um, videos can get pasted to the school Facebook account, but how about bulletin boards in the hallways for kids to see? Um, and if you're a one-to-one -one or bring your own device, you could add a QR code to the video too. Just mm -hmm. one thought. And you know, in elementary, kids really only know who their teachers are for this year. So if right. you know, if if it's a, a fourth grader, he's not going to know or you know have any need to know who the new first grade teacher is or whatever. So that might be a little different. But if there's um, a new fifth grade teacher, that might help in a transition and and calming. You know, some of the kids yeah. really struggle with transition and not knowing what's coming mm -hmm. next. So if there's a new fifth grade teacher and they're just entering fourth grade, that may help smooth out the fourth grade year for that child. Yeah. And so uh, there's a couple Melissa's in here. So. Oh, hold on. Before you go, I want to um, jump in on oh. this on this um, the about the videos. Brad Gustafson does a thing in his building where he's got TVs, and you could do this with a with an old computer monitor too. It doesn't have to be a TV and a big extensive setup, but if you just had a computer monitor in the hallway hooked up to, you know, an iPad and an Apple TV or, you know, what I mean, whatever you have that you can do it with, mm -hmm. you can have those videos rolling. You know, he's got the tweet, he's got it set up that the tweets that are going on in the classrooms are all day, they're just running and, and you know, announcements and things. And we used to have that in our building too when I was in the public school, but that's a huge thing to have it in the building where everybody can see it. Yeah, we're getting one of those. I just actually met with our IT department because I thought it was easy as just throwing a smart TV up there and then right. maybe throwing some. But, but what they showed me, like this whole, there's this whole digital signage world. I mean, you see them everywhere. And he was like, the guys were like, you know, if you really want to make this as easy on you as possible. So there's ways, yeah, you can set up like your RSS feeds and you can have announcements and videos. Yeah. And it just is all on a, on a loop. I mean, it's a little bit like probably a little bit of extra money, but it's a lot less work so we're looking to start that uh, this year right in front of our office and certainly would have you know highlighting of new um, you know new staff members or staff members who've gotten married because that like our music teacher you know in the spring I mean she started to work with the kids on saying this is what my new name is going to be but it'll take a little bit of time uh, but yes that's a great idea um, that I'm really into digital signage right now mm -hmm. yeah um Going back into the chat, now the chat's getting crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, Melissa Eddington says, and we talked about this a little bit last week, I think, but um, it's important to give them information about procedures and logistics because it's confusing at the beginning of the year. And I think that that's a, that's a huge thing that sometimes we forget 
Well, and here's what I will add. There are some things that go on logistically that teachers do that, um, as principals, we don't do anything at all. Like, I think it was my third year that somebody, a new teacher asked me about, what was it, like the milk list or something? And I'm like, I have no idea what that <laughs> right. is. Like, I didn't know that. So right. we actually have a, what we give mentors um, a month-by-month -month list of here are some things that would probably be good to talk about with yes. your new teacher. So they go over those little things because I'm like, seriously? I don't even know what the milk yeah. list is. <laughs> yeah, I actually bought the, I think it's called the 21st Century Mentor Mentors Handbook, or tw I'll have to find the link to it. But Let's they were using the it, out. yeah, they were using it when I was, and I got it really cheap on Amazon. It, I mean, it was, I don't even know if the, it was a used copy, but they were using it when, when I was going through my admin training. And it's a, it does a lot of that month to month. It's a, it's a great book, but it's, it's helpful for teachers, too. Mm -hmm. I'll find the link. And there's also ideas about the handbook being in Google Docs, giving, having, mm -hmm. talking about the most important things, or having a scavenger hunt. And I, this was a conversation in another Voxer group too. And so, um, I think I shared that I'm putting our handbook into Google Docs this year, and yeah. I'm going to share it out ahead of time. But then I want to make a scavenger hunt too. But I'm going to make like a group um, quiz using Kahoot or. Um, Socrative. That way, it's also you know modeling again. Here's a tool you could use in your classroom, and then right. if I have time, I'd like to give you know 20 minutes. Okay, make your own Kahoot now, or make your own. Oh yeah, for the first idea. week. Um, going back to this this handbook, it's the 21st Century Mentors Handbook: Creating a Culture for Learning, and it's by Paula Rutherford. And I shared a I shared a link. Jess will put it in the show notes. And if if you go through thriftbooks.com, it is 6.65. For a very good used edition. Um, and you know, um, I think we also need to note here um, another great resource is this new teacher chat, which is on yes, Wednesdays, yeah. I think. And I think Lisa it's NT Chat by Lisa Dabbs. Yes. And she has a book um, that's in the Connected Educator series that just came out, I think. Um, I haven't read it, but Standing in the Gap Empowering New Teachers Through Connected Resources. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to add that to our list too. Yes. Um, her chat, I, I haven't been able to join it much because it's at bed, my kids' bedtime, yeah. but when I have, it's it's a great... Yeah, it is good. I've been in a few times just lurking, and it's it's good. Yeah, it's and good. don't forget, too, you know, if there's a chat, this is for our listeners, if there's a chat that's happening that you can't make, you can always go back and check the hashtag, or you can go to storify.com and type in the hashtag and pull a PDF of it and read it whenever, you know, is best for you. Or you could create the first principal PLN chat if you wanted to. <laughs> or you could do that, but that doesn't really help with new teacher chat. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying if you wanted to, like... If you wanted to, like, to do something, you know, if you have nothing else for, to do. That's right. I can't make new, any more commitments, just right. so you know. <laughs> that's why I'm saying, like, putting it out, like, if you wanted to create a... Because for aspiring administrators, and yeah. I, we just, we have, it's all one big umbrella for us, so yeah. uh, somebody just needs to take that and make it 8 o'clock on every other Friday or something. I know, I, I kind of feel like that. A lot of people, um, a lot of There's people ask me when the chat is, and I'm like, well, we don't, it's just kind of an all-around chat. There's not a real, you know, it's not an, an actual chat chat, but. No, not really. I use, I use the, the hashtag a lot, and then I'll. I do too, and a lot of people yeah. do to share resources, you know. But hey, share the information with us if you guys would like to have a an actual chat chat because we don't have to be the ones who set it. We can have guest moderators to do yeah. it. Yeah, 
you know. Who, it's coming from the person who rarely checks Vox or so. Yeah, really. <laughs> so if there's, but if that's something that you're. That yeah, no, that's creating another thing that I. <laughs> that's right. If that's something that you guys are interested in, though, you know, the viewers, if you guys would like some sort of an admin chat or a principal chat, you know, on Twitter, a dedicated hour long, whatever, um, you know, tweet that to us or, or the, I'm going to be totally honest. If you if you have a direct thing to let me know, a text in the Voxer is way better for me because it's faster, and for me it's easier to see. We also have the EdCamp PLN that I need to check the Doodle poll and get that scheduled. Spike, I don't think yeah, you're can you talk at about all a part that of that. <laughs> yeah, can you talk about that? I sure can. Yeah, can so, you tell us what we're doing, please? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> Spike's like, I'm gonna kill you. In the Voxer chat, um, the uh, the the Voxer group. We were talking about EdCamp Leader, and it kind of came about it through all this conversation that it would be really cool to have a virtual EdCamp PLN. And so we said, well, let's look at it and see if it's something we want to do. So all it's going to be is um, as soon as I get the time that works best for everybody, I put out a doodle poll, and I'm going to go ahead and shut that down. I'll put out a last, a last chance. But there's been a, a decent amount of people who, who put in times We'll take a look at the times and see what's best for everybody, and then we'll do like three Google Hangouts, and um, and you know we'll set up a, a a Google Doc and just have you join. You know you can set up your own Google Hangout. Whoever wants to run the session, we'll set up a Google Hangout and put the link in the Google Doc, and then you just join them at those times, and we'll save the Google Docs and we'll put them all in a big uh, or not the Google Docs. We'll save the uh, the links, and we'll go ahead and. Uh, and share those in a post. I like that. That's a great idea. EdCamp, I want to say EdCamp World did that a little bit ago, and it was real. I mean, it was it was great. It was a a real, you know, because you're we're not setting anything up except the Google Doc and the time. Yeah. And then whoever else wants to join it jumps in and sets everything up. Um, Didn't oh, we do something like that before though? But it was another like online conference, Teresa. Yeah, RSCon was like that. Okay. Yeah, but this is that was kind of determined by them, and there were people who put in things yeah. for speakers. This would be just an open Google Doc. We've got X amount of yeah. times and spaces. You know, if you want it, do it. Um, there is an an admin to be chat, and that's it's hashtag admin to and then the letter B on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, led by okay. S. Hardinger, Edu, Edu, and Jenny and D. So we'll put that in the show notes too. Thank you, Melissa Eddington. Yeah, because actually a couple of podcasts ago, the show notes have a spot for the info on this, and then there's nothing in there. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was all me. And um, if you still are catching up on podcasts, we had given two ideas to either tweet with the principal PLN hashtag or did we say Vox us? I hope we didn't say yeah, that because I, I don't keep track of so. that. To no. share an idea of um, something for your new staff meeting, excuse me, staff meeting, and then was it how you're using Periscope or ideas for using yeah. Periscope? Uh -huh. And we'll pick um, somebody from each of those two topics to give a copy of our book to when it comes out in September. That's yeah, just a reminder that we, just yeah, make sure we're giving away our book spike. We're giving away your copies. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna actually put Ariel in to for it. To us. Yeah. <laughs> put in for it. All right, we should probably wrap this up. I think it's been like I a half an hour good. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Of us. 
There are so many great, we did not get to all of the amazing things in the chat. A handwritten note or card to which wish each staff member a successful year and letting them, them know that you are there to support them goes a long way. Melissa says that. Um, uh, Melissa Eddington uh, was talking about the scavenger hunt, creating how-to videos on what to do in certain situations, evacuation fire drill to share at new teacher orientation. That was by Beth. Uh, rather than a group lunch, we just get smoothies from McDonald's and deliver them to each room, wishing them a smooth year. And Melissa also says we give team time as much as possible because we want all teachers to know. Uh, we want all teachers, we know all teachers want time in their rooms and are worried about the first day. Okay, I'm going to add in a question here. When I yeah. hear about awesome things like the smoothies or I've heard of other things like that, and I wonder where do they get the money for that because I don't have a budget for that, and no, I, I don't, don't have either. a personal yeah. budget Mine's for that. all the personal stuff. Although sometimes, sometimes if you go to places like McDonald's or um, I don't know who else does it, but there are sometimes that they'll donate or give you a really good deal on those because mm -hmm. they've got those those little coupons for rewards and things. Uh -huh. Or if you go, I know Chili's is a big one for rewards. I don't you know where. You know what I would we say this year. Gas station. You know, you know, I would say this year, tell them they can go and tell them that you set it up. They'll never know. But, like, they can go to Dunkin' Donuts every Monday in, like, September and get a free coffee. To be oh, in future. Yeah. Even though that's, like, that a national If thing. we have a Dunkin' Donuts. That's, like, a national campaign that they're doing. But just yeah. tell them to say it's, like, something I kind of set up for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never know. As long as they don't watch TV, they're going to be fine. Don't know, you're and if they right. have time they're to watch not. TV in their first month of school, then, you know, no. then there's a whole other conversation. They're, no. <laughs> they're all watching Netflix. They don't have cable. Come on. <laughs> all right. How about if anybody's got an idea for a topic in an upcoming show, let us know. Otherwise, we just randomly make up stuff, good or bad, <laughs> whether it works or not. Yeah, but we're... thank you for joining in the teachers' meet today. That was awesome. And just a reminder that this will be up. Uh, for another week um, as of today. So this is Friday. We'll post this probably Tuesday of next week to give people a chance to jump in the Today's Meet. I didn't think about that when I set it up. Um, and uh, and then we'll go ahead and close it out and uh, save the PDF. That's sounding complicated right now. I'm going to drink my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I missed well, you guys. Th yeah, thanks for uh, everybody who's listening and participating and uh, it's great great to be back. It's great All to right. have you back. Those are your closing words. All right, Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? 
You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.